Neighbors, hello, hello, hello. This is Daniel, and this is Katie. And welcome back to the Future Neighbor, Neighbor Podcast. Podcast. Today is actually my birthday. Dun, 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 dun. I feel like I won. Congratulations! Thank you, Katie. That music—it sounds like I won a level in a game. <laughs> like leveled up, like I ate a mushroom and my head got bigger. <laughs> You successfully finished a day set out by me. <laughs> yeah, no, Katie, you did. Thank you. No, you really made the day special. Uh, Guys, I started my day at 5 a.m. making miyoko for Daniel. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know why you woke up so early, but I could definitely smell the sesame oil in the air. Yeah,、uh, I had the homework in my head, so I was like. I got pressurized to wake up early because、yeah. today's the day that I can't sleep late. Well, thank you. I really appreciated it. In <laughs> Korean culture, on birthdays,、um, we say you don't age until you eat miyokuk, which is seaweed soup. So you, you know, moms usually make、uh, miyokuk for their kids as they grow up. So it's like a tradition to have. And yeah, Katie woke up. I don't know.、Again. I put extra care into your miyokuk. I added a beef too. Yes, thank you for adding beef. <laughs> There's a lot of parents who add the the、clams. fish or the clams. I prefer the clam, no, but I know too, you're a beef person.、So. Yes, to be honest, that biokuk was amazing. Can you break down mentally how you made it? <laughs> break down the recipe. It's so simple. Okay. So on a big pot,、uh, so you put in the beef and then season it with some sesame oil, and then you just、uh, stir it a little bit and a medium heat. Yeah. yeah, in the pot, and then add some pepper, and then wait, black pepper or black pepper, right? And then I also prepare some saltimur. Saltimur is like rice water, the water that comes off、yes. after you rinse the the rice. rice. Yeah, so I wanted to use that to give extra like a、uh, flavor. Yeah, and then you boil it,、mm. and then season it with some minced garlic and soy sauce. And then soup, that's it.、Sauce? Yeah, soup, soy sauce. And then the the seaweed, the biok you. Oh yeah, I forgot the most <laughs> important thing. <laughs> yes, you sh-、mm. actually, I I I was stirring the beef with the seaweed together. Right,、oh, you're stir frying them together. Yeah, so the flavor、beginning. gets deep inside, and then just、um, yeah, boil, boil, boil. The longer you boil it, the、How、better. How long did it you boil it for? Tastes. Uh, for maybe good twenty minutes, thirty minutes. Did you add any yondu? No. Yondu is this vegetable essence. It's really good. No, I didn't add any MSG. It's just I just flavored. Yeah, we don't、seasoned、even have MSG in our house. Yeah, no MSG. Just、yeah. seasoned with、uh, soy sauce, soup, soy sauce, salt, and minced garlic. So the key was the saltimur, which acts kind of as a binder and brings all the flavors together, a deeper flavor. Yeah. And actually, the starchy water because water. I added beef、yeah. and uh, mix, uh and stir fried it with sesame oil.、Mm. I think it also added the extra umami. Yeah, no, I I usually give you like pretty straight feedback on the food, but today was that miyokuk was phenomenal. Yeah, I think it was even better than I than I've made as well. So yeah, but my mom does better miyokuk. Yeah, well, everyone's、so、mom does better miyokuk. <laughs> That's the flavor you grew up in my on. Mind, no、I'm、one can no, replicate it. I know. In my mind, I'm nowhere close to my mom's like flavor. But then,、yeah. thanks for the compliment. Yeah. No, it was really nice. 
Yeah, and uh, I started my day, and I had a few friends call me, and uh, my parents too. Like my friend, my 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 parents like. I don't know. Lately, they've been like they really were so, like uh, uptight about like not missing your birthday. This yeah, time. It, it's funny <laughs> in my household. It's funny because long time ago we were never this good about dates, but then <laughs> my dad starting I don't know when from like four or five years ago, like he started getting very sensitive about like if I, for example, forget a date or he forgot he forgot my birthday and then he forgot. Or I didn't tell him about your birthday, and we both got like reprimanded about that. I don't know. To my dad, for some reason, like, 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 remembering to call on the birthday has become of like the utmost importance. And so, like, my dad called me yesterday because he forget that the soul time is a little bit faster, <laughs> and he missed it. And then he called me first thing. Well, anyway, I'm very appreciative. But Katie, now you have to like inshik or like know in your mind that. If you miss birthdays and you don't call, that's the end. Of, that's it for you. That's the wrap. It's the end. Also, I'm out of the family. <laughs> Pretty much kicked out. So we have to like be anxious. Uh, um, yeah, but anyway, I'm just making a jest out of it. But yeah, it was nice taking a phone call with some friends. And I realized though when I was talking with my friends that um, it's funny because he was like, "Hey, how old are you now?" And I was like, "I, said, I don't know," because. Yeah, I should know my age, but then when I'm in Korea, I always because in Korea you always add either one year or two years to your American age. The Western age. Yeah, because you're one when you're born, and yeah. then you add you, and then you're you add another year when it turns January. Yeah. So. So if you're born in December, basically you suddenly become two in one month. <laughs> yeah, like if, exactly, exactly. That's that's kind of funny, and so like I thought that was kind of preposterous so when people ask me like when i first got to korea i would always just forget my age i didn't know what to say so but I, but then my friend I, I i actually go to google what's my korean age really <laughs> yeah and then i figured it out and i was like man i've aged <laughs> because for the last three years i've been in denial <laughs> you know ever since you crossed the the early 30s into your mid 30s yeah now you're entering what that number Mid-30? Definitely, yeah. And like, when I was young, I was like, look at people's that were in their 30s, and I'd be like, man, they're old. What are they, <laughs> what are they doing with their lives? Like, oh, that young or that, that Nuna? Yeah, they just seem to be like... But I've become that person. <laughs> and me and my friend were laughing. That, uh, yeah, we're just, what are we doing with our lives? And we're just laughing. Um, well, but how do you like your 30s so far? I'm having do the time wish, of my life. Yeah. Do you wish you had gone back to your twenties? No, I love my, th I love the thirties. Like thirties is like. In what way? Um, less anxious, less so like, um, less questions about life. <laughs> I think these like big like philosophical questions in my mind. I've already prioritized what I need to know. Yeah. The ones I don't know, I don't really care. And yeah. all the hard work that I've done, you know, the bricks that I laid for my future, now I'm riding a bicycle on it. <laughs> so so I, I feel great. That's good. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, I, I feel great. So Welcome. I'm very happy. Yeah, I hope you guys can feel it. I'm very happy right now. So. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, thanks for a, a great day. We actually started the, you actually, remember we went to the East Coast of Korea. We went to a place called Gosong. Yeah, last weekend. That yeah. was like an early birthday celebration. Yeah, because it, it fell on a weekday. So Katie actually planned a weekend in Gosong. And Gosong, in our previous podcast, we talked about trips to Yangyang. But uh, 30, 40 minutes north is a place called Gosong. Yeah. And it's a little bit more local. More remote. Uh, yeah, less uh, yeah, less touristy. Yeah. Um, Closer uh, to North Korea. Yeah, Katie, you have this weird fear of North Korea. Nobody's <laughs> nobody's interested in capturing you, Katie. <laughs> Every time we clo- no, close to Korea. No, uh, no because uh, like when I, you know, we start to see more of those barbed wires and all this like military base. I kind of get anxious because I heard so many stories how there are so many North Korean spies in South Korea. And <laughs> oh my gosh. And then my mind just keeps rolling. <laughs> There's a bigger chance that uh, <laughs> that a hawk takes you. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking oh. about. A hawk. We did see a hawk on the Saraksan. That's where I'm thinking from. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Didn't nice. you like it? Oh yeah, it was so nice. I really enjoyed just spending some time on a beach. That was like one of the first times we were able to just lay out on a beach and uh, yeah, just just enjoy. Uh, taking a tan and i realized that you tan me yeah yeah i didn't know but i did <laughs> yeah remember every time in the past you would stay out in the sun you would get the sun allergy and you would get like very itchy and yeah like, i would get always these, like, get pimples. that on my face but i stopped getting it i told you my hypothesis was right <laughs> and you basically my. Hypo- i guess i was never under the sun for long enough yeah my hypothesis was that I was like, Katie, just stay out in the sun. If you just do the brute force method, where you just stay on the sun, your 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 skin will get adjusted and it won't react to it anymore. And look, your skin doesn't react to the sun anymore. Yeah, I was surprised. This time, I had no more of those like sun reactions, no pimples, mm. and you just all and like, your your skin okay. is just darkening. Like, like it looks nice. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm happy we went to Kozong because I actually bought a map of Korea. So one thing I feel a little bit embarrassed by is that like sometimes um, I don't have like a visual understanding of the of the counties in Korea. So there's like um, Jeollabukdo, there's Jeolladamdo, there's Gyeongsangbukdo, Gyeongsangbukdo, Gyeongsangnamdo. It's very easy actually. Chungcheongbukdo, Chungcheongnamdo, yeah. and Gangwondo. Yeah. And, but then I just don't know where all of these provinces are in relation to each other. Yeah. So I felt like, as someone in my 30s living in Korea, I should know these basic Finally. geography. <laughs> so do you have it in your head now? Well, we bought a, a big map and it's yeah. stuck on, the, on your door. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I'm still learning. But uh, <laughs> um, it's actually not hard. So we we found Kozong uh, that was up north, and we want to try there. If you're living in Korea, go check that place out. Yangyang is more young and hipsterish, and more for like surfing. Trendy. Yeah, and if you're single, maybe you want to meet some people there. That's fine. But if you're like you know kind of out of that, and you want to just just have a enjoy more tr- the nature. And- yeah, if you want to have more tranquil time, we found a. I, I didn't know, but Kozong is also f- um, very popular for scuba diving. Yeah. There was two beaches. One was called uh, Pongpo. 
Oh, Pongpo Beach. That place is not for scuba, but it was just very... Um, very I- tranquil. Very tranquil. I want to use another word. Idyllic. But I don't know if that's right. <laughs> idyllic. Or is it idyllic? I think it's I-D-Y-L-L-I-C. Yeah. Katie, what do you think that word means? It seems like lazy. Idyllic. Um, like free? It sounds like an adjective Idol. you would describe a lake. Idyllic. All right, you know what? We have to Google this because I want to increase Picturesque. my vocabulary. Picturesque is nice. <laughs> Tranquil is nice. Serene. Serene is nice. Sorry, guys. I, 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 is I want this an English lesson? Yes, I want to improve my... Uh, you know, you actually have to use a very good choice of words because actually one of our friends is listening and he's he's practicing listening <laughs> English. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, idyllic means pleasing or picturesque in natural simplicity. Yeah, we used it right. That's It's a great, uh, great adjective. My task for you, before this podcast is over, use... Idyllic. Use idyllic again. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. So, no problem. So, uh, yeah, if you have kids, the water there was so nice. I think it's one of the clearest waters I've seen, um, even compared to Hawaii too. Pongpo, really? Yeah. Pongpo. Pongpo Pongpo, 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 Pongpo Beach. Look there. Yeah. But sorry, one other place that I would recommend. What was the one started with? Bunam Beach. Is it Bunam? Bunam. 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 Bunam Beach. There's a lot of scuba shops. And a little bit to the left, there's this walkway. And then there's an entry spot for um, scuba divers. But it's also nice for snorkeling. So mm-hmm. I went and I was like, ah, oh, I get so much energy when I get into the water. I told you I was a sea otter in my last life. Yeah, you mentioned. Yeah, and I'm depressed I have to live this terrestrial life. There's another word for you, terrestrial. Oh, in a building soup. <laughs> what, what is a building soup? That's such Conglish. <laughs> Buildings. <laughs> yeah, what is a building right. soup? Building forest. Ah, like a, a city that's filled with um, buildings? buildings. So you call it a building soup? Mm. Uh, to our friend who's learning English through it, don't <laughs> listen to Katie. Nobody will understand you saying, look at this building soup. <laughs> um, yeah, in, in Bungam Beach, get into that um, spot, go uh, snorkeling, and it's just, it was beautiful. Didn't you like snorkeling, Katie? Yeah, it was really, really, really nice. And Katie has this little thing about, like, she gets so bugged out by seeing the little... Um, sea cockroaches. No, it's not sea cockroaches. Well, you get bugged out by that, too, but... The, um, Oh my god, by the little clams and the little uh, abalones and the little uh They're all stuck on the rocks, but there's barnacles. Too many of That's them. what it is. The little oh, barnacles that yeah. are stuck to the rocks. They give me goosebumps. And you get so like <laughs> by it. Yeah, just, I'm about to throw up. But I'm telling you, you secretly enjoy it. <laughs> that much attention you're giving to it, you secretly enjoy it. <laughs> I know oh you like gosh. it. I know you like it. How can I convince you that it's not? Remember in the previous podcast, I told you about smelling nasty things <laughs> and how we're like attracted to it's so nasty we have to smell it. It's so disgusting looking oh. that you have to look at it, Katie. Hmm. But you got your you got the fear over it and you went kind onto the of, rocks that kind of I'm getting better at it because now I'm more and more exposed to them. Mm. Yeah, so comes with time yes but anyway 
I feel like we kicked off. I wanted this summer to be a summer of water. Atana, atana, let's go, let's go. <laughs> let's go to the beach. Let's get to the water. Whatever we planned, whatever we saw on Instagram, whatever article you saw with water in it, that's where <laughs> we're going. And we kicked it off, and I'm very happy about it. So I felt so motivated that I also bought I also bought that uh, 360 mask. So <laughs> when you when you when you pull that out, oh my god, that looks like so crazy. Yeah. Doesn't look like a regular scuba gear. Uh, the snorkeling mask. Yeah. Yeah, the normal one we bought there covers the entire face. But this new one, it's like a 360 view, and then the snorkeling thing is attached, but it comes out from the middle. It's for little kids so that the water doesn't come into their. Um, or it's not two separate pieces. It's just one big face shield. But I think you'll enjoy it. We have to go test it out. I think we might test it out in our bathroom. <laughs> Take a shower. Bathtub. Take a shower with it and see if it works. I know. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> tempted. <laughs> um, but yeah, where to next? I think we have to... Yeah. We have to put more little circles on our map. I want to fill that map up so that I know... I know what Korea is all about. To people who just know Seoul, shame on you. This the Korea is <laughs> a lot bigger. I'm like talking to myself. I want to go to the really, really, really bottom, like the south, like Name, but yeah. it just feels too far. So we really have to like. The set problem a day. why we'll never know that is because every time we go down south, we need to go visit your parents. Busan. Yeah. Why not? Well, because. Most of the time, it's going to be spent. Busan is next to Name, so if we take a few more days, we can visit. Oh, maybe with your mom and your family, then we can take like a family trip. <laughs> but it would be hard to visit yeah. there and not visit your parents. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, they'll feel so Yeah. But we got so inspired by this trip to Gosong that I actually wrote a um, blog post about it. All yeah. the places that we visited and like the restaurants that we tried. And we also went to um Saraksan too. We took a cable car to the to the top of the Sarak mountain. Mm, it's so beautiful there. Yeah, it's one of the most like beautiful mountains in Korea, I think. So yeah, we were just so awestruck by the scenery. Thank God cable cars are slow. <laughs> <laughs> that cable car, it um, that it's just a ride speed. Yeah. Just a ride speed yeah, for me. Yeah, it was just, uh, <laughs> just long enough for us not to get like a panic attack, <laughs> you know? But it was still like a few minutes long. Yeah. It was quite a long distance. Yeah. But the cable car was very fast. That's why it didn't feel that long. When I went to Dubai, you can go up the Burj Khalifa yeah. in an elevator. And actually, Hyundai made that elevator system. Okay. And thank God, when you go into that elevator and you go to, you know, Burj Khalifa is the tallest building in the world. Yeah. And it goes up super fast, <laughs> that elevator. And you can hear the 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 wind hissing. Oh, and it, it goes. Oh. And but then they they darken the elevator has like. Can't really see outside. You can't see outside. It's blocked. Oh. The view. I and was originally say I was it's like not that great. No, no. Originally I was like, oh, what is this? But then 
to be honest, if it was like Willy Wonka and see-through and you're going oh. up that fast. Oh, you would have fainted. Like half the people would be puking in there. <laughs> the other half would be like pooping their pants. Um, <laughs> it would not be pleasant. It would not be hygienic. I know a lot of people would pee their pants on that thing. Seeing, Yeah. But anyway, I was grateful that it was, uh, there was like, there's like yoga music playing so everyone is oh, calm oh, that's good. and then you get off and then your ears pop like two or three times and you're just like i literally was like thank god this was not see-through or there was no windows anyway back to the cable cars i already feel a lump but i'm not scared of heights that much but somehow anymore right? how somehow <laughs> when i'm uh, somehow w <laughs> when we're together you like egg me on and then you get a little bit of my heart racing you know that that you know why that started? Why? It's because I saw how nervous you get when you uh, are on an airplane, and it's something that I never had. I never felt any scare in a flight, but I saw you how nervous you get. So I think that influenced me to think that you have some fear of height. <laughs> Remember our Iran episode talking about like those turbulent flights into Iran and stuff? Yeah. When I was um, taking a lot of those flights yeah. for business, I had too many crazy flights. That's okay. why. And so every time it starts turbulencing, mm. I go, this is being shaky for too long. This is not normal. And then I, I get the trauma from that time thinking. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, this is just a random part, but uh, remember you were showing me that... Um, stupid thing on tiktok that young kids were doing where they're trying to like there's a trend where they record choking themselves. challenge there's like some sort of choking challenge yeah and you're like how ridiculous is that how and i people? actually saw a news article that that a little teenage bo boy actually died doing yeah. that challenge and i was like oh my god natural selection at its best and then i was like you know what actually i was <laughs> there was a version similar that uh, we were doing when we we're in junior high yeah it's just now it's recorded but i remember when we we're in junior high <laughs> listen we're like young kids and we're just bored to death right so here they're like doing some sort of choking challenge yeah. but what we did was we would like breathe like very heavily like in and out <sighs> like that right yeah until you're like maybe we'll, we'll do it for like 15 seconds and then we'll cross our arms as if we're like on a water slide, right? You know, right before you go on a water slide, you, they tell you cross your arms like a mummy, right? Yeah, yeah. And then your friend comes and presses you while you're in that mummy position against the wall. And it basically cuts the, the circulation off from your brain. We thought it was the funnest thing ever. Why? Did it, it feel good? Because you lose consciousness like oh. that. And then you dream. So when your brain turns off, mm. actually, this is like the worst thing you can do. Like after we talked about it and I tell you I have problems with my short term memory, I think it all comes back down to the fact that when me and my buddies in you junior lost high. so many brain cells <laughs> doing, doing that stupid game. No, it's probably the worst thing you can do. But what I remember is you fall asleep and you would have the longest dream. Like, I remember, like, dreaming for so long. And then you wake up. But in reality, it was literally, like, five seconds. Oh. And then I was like, where am I? Where am I? But it's such a dangerous thing. And Sounds so dangerous. Yeah. But anyway, I mentioned that because it's so easy to, like, be all like, ah, oh, look how stupid the young generation is. But... <laughs> 
<laughs> it wasn't far off. Yeah, when I was doing that, look out that far. Yeah. <laughs> when you said that, I was like recollecting my memory. What is? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Did you do anything stupid? Thing? Stupid, or I did you grow up hundred percent whole wheat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the closest thing that I did something similar was uh, I think tasting a tissue paper. I thought that was so crazy at the time. <laughs> Katie, that's funny on two levels. Wait, explain more. So I you would go into the restroom and just taste toilet paper. Yeah, and <laughs> I think I wanted ridiculous. to prove prove to other people that I survived, even though I ate a toilet paper. So here's me in America <laughs> with my boys. Fainting each other, trying to dream because <laughs> class was so boring. And then here's you in London <laughs> tasting toilet paper with the girls because <laughs> class was so boring. <laughs> so describe, what did it taste like? Did it taste um, like chemicals? Did it, yeah, it, it tasted all right. Did you feel proud that you survived that? I think so. I think I was more proud that my body didn't like break down. <laughs> and I was able to uh, digest toilet paper. So did did your like your friend try to one up you and and and, and try to taste a, a, a no, double? No, it's something that I just did on my own. Oh, secretly. you did this by yourself? Yeah. Okay, it's just my personal challenge. <laughs> okay, okay. Now that's something else. I did this in a group of friends, but now if you're doing this by yourself, okay, <laughs> it might not have been a girl that most people would have been um, like to be around. It might have been a scary. <laughs> you might have been that girl eating tissue paper by. <laughs> I was more like nibbling. <laughs> okay, that explains a lot, Katie. Um, yeah, that was only for a short period of time. I hope so. I hope it didn't last all year. I'm actually happy you have some friends. <laughs> um, no, I'm pretty sure a lot of other people tried that. Man, you know, like thinking about this, I'm like reminded of so many fun memories when I was like, and um, even in junior high and elementary school, like, man, we loved watching WWF, the wrestling. And like after school, we used to have a battle royale at our friends' houses. And we would basically pull the, the, the mattresses off of our friends' parents' like mom's bed. We'll take the mattress down and we'll set up like a little makeshift ring with pillows on the, on the outside. And then... Like we would just have these like wrestling matches and we would break break the springs by accident. <laughs> the mattress springs. Oh my gosh. And then um oh man, I still remember his name was Mike. And then uh yeah, we would be like so we'd be into our like tournament, our like wrestling tournament, and then we're like, Hey guys, the garage door is open and you guys gotta scramble. So we would all like run out the house and then um we just hear like because we'd be riding our bikes nearby we just hear Mikey <laughs> like his mom would figure out <laughs> and then our um, wrestling tournament would have to move to a different house and then we would move over to my house and we would basically every like every one of our friends parents beds would be broken by the end of the semester <laughs> or by the end of the year because WWF yeah Ah, uh, fun times. Just bring me back. Well, now that you say it, I actually remember the rebellious thing that I did in my dorm. Uh-oh, more than eating tissue school. paper by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Scandalous. I thought, I thought 
well, in my <laughs> memory, so at that time, I thought I was so rebellious because, okay, so I was um, sharing a room with two other girls. Mm. And, and yeah, and then we had like, um, because I was just boarding, there were like strict schedules to turn the light off. Mm. At night, and they will the moderators will always come and check on you around like 10 p.m. Mm. And you basically have to like turn the light off and sleep. And um, the annoying thing, particular thing about our room, unlike all the other rooms, was that we had this kind of like a little window on top of our main main door mm. so the moderator can see if you have the lights on or not and that's only our room <laughs> all the yeah. other rooms on the corridor they're all just normal doors without any windows mm -hmm. and i'd always get so annoyed about that <laughs> so <laughs> i think i decided what did you do katie i'm getting excited <laughs> what did you do here's the build up y'all <laughs> so i decided to <laughs> block that window with a box <laughs> okay yeah so i cut out a piece of a box and then box paper mm. and i wanted to like block that part mm -hmm. and yeah and i i was like inside my heart i was like yes i beat them <laughs> so clever <laughs> and then wait wait is, was that it was that the mischievous act yeah that's it but our moderator <laughs> she found out and then she got so pissed guys this is what a blessing it, 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 it is to be like Katie's mom. That's the degree of mischievousness. <laughs> Katie decided to block out a door with a cardboard <laughs> box, guys. And that's what she wanted to tell the world as, as her rebellious act. Yeah. Wow. Well, well yeah. I mean. That's yeah. great, Katie. Uh, no, that required a lot of courage. That's, <laughs> let me, you know what? We're, I have to use My a sound effect. My boarding moderator really hated me after that for doing that. Katie. I totally feel you. That's what I'm looking for. Good job, Katie. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, when I... In my memory, that was such a big, big incident. You know, when I listened to your story and I was thinking that um, even though you lived in London, we lived it during our student days when we didn't have money, when we didn't have time. Yeah. And we never really got to experience living our, like late 20s or 30s right yeah and but this is like the funnest time to like experience what the city offers right yeah isn't there parts of like uk life that you feel like you you want to try even though you live there you never experienced yeah i i missed out so much i, I to be honest i think i was I was so boring. I lived such a boring life. I was just like at school all the no, time. No, you did the cardboard, Katie. You're very... <laughs> I'll call you a thrill seeker, babe. You're living life Don't on the edge at that life. Mm. No, because in the meanwhile, like my friend, when I look back, she would always go out to like different cities to explore. She'll go to Manchester. She'll go to like Lake District, all these places places that i just know by name because mm. i heard from her mm. but i never explored anywhere really much outside london mm. and like I, now i wish i had like explored like different parts of the uk or like just different experiences like i would like you know the one thing that i really want to do when i uh, go back to travel 
is、uh, try the proper English afternoon tea at one of those hotels. Sounds fancy. Yeah, like I would hear like my friends they they went to have like、uh, English breakfast tea at Ritz Carlton. How you? That's like, but I think that was pretty expensive. So it was nowhere that I could actually imagine myself doing. But maybe now we can afford it.、Mm. <laughs> does the does the British royal? Wait, sorry.、Um, does that involve that that three layer? Yeah,、uh, and it comes with like all those all sorts of sandwiches. That thing looks like so fancy. Fresh scone. That three tier thing with like scones and jam and sandwiches. What do you call that? I'm losing my English too. That just the three tier stand with all those sandwiches that come out. I wonder if it tastes good. I actually want to try ordering that. <laughs> But the thing is, I don't think I'll eat it civilly. I think I would just eat everything so fast. I'm a speed eater. <laughs> I know. I keep reminding us that we need to like、uh, slow down. Slow down. We, remember when we went to France?、Mm. <laughs> we would <laughs> we would literally finish the plate in like ten minutes, and we look around, <laughs> and all the French people they haven't even started their food. <laughs> they just keep talking, talking,、oh, and、man. the whole theme of our trip was slow down. <laughs> and,、uh, <laughs> Let's take more time <laughs> at restaurants、yeah. to talk and <laughs> let's、but、focus we, on the food. But we tried so hard, and I just remembered us trying to have like these forced conversations. I'd just be like,、mm-hmm, "So, how do you feel about this?" And you'd be like, "I feel like it's good." <laughs> Both of us are still eyeing the plate, <laughs> trying to reach for another portion. <laughs> at which point I was like, you know what? Let's just eat and like.、Um, In my mind, what、pace. do these French people have so much to talk about in、I'm、front <laughs> of their plate? <laughs> I remember you asked that question so many times.、I'm、what is、so、it、curious. these French people are, are talking about that they can talk so but, long without? But they touch- seem to have such a good time, just like having like awesome conversation. <laughs> <laughs> It's culture. It's、oh. culture. Yeah, yeah, but th- it it sounds it looks really good.、Mm. Yeah, something I want to try in. Actually, I want to try visiting London. I think、um, I've never, growing up, I never had that much of an interest in visiting the UK, just because I was lived in the US for so long, and it seemed like a very close, yeah, like a close society, or it resembled the US quite a lot. But now I want to visit like the places that you grew up. And I want to see you revisit them. I think there'd be a lot of joy in that, and、um, it'd be nice. Yeah, I actually want to visit、uh, Ireland too. I want to see a lot of the like the. Me too. They have a beautiful lif- looking cliffs. I think there and yeah.、Mm. Actually, the um, uh, the next Olympics will be in Paris,、Ooh. which is in three years. So maybe we can try to like、uh, get a ticket、mm. to Olympics and then. Like stop by the UK and、yeah. visit other European countries. Yeah, <laughs> neighbors. <laughs> That'll be a dream. Are you watching the Olympics? We're having a fun time. We're having a great time watching、yeah. the Olympics. Oh,、uh, we are really enjoying it. But it seems like most people around me are not really into Olympics. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, nobody is talking about Olympics right now. Which one are we watching? We're watching. Oh,、um, uh, we are following、um, the women's volleyball. Yeah, women's volleyball. It's so much fun. Yeah, one of my favorite games to watch. I think most people in their country watch whatever 
um, countries are good at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it just depends on whatever your new station is deciding to show. Yeah. So, for example, in the states, I'm sh- I'm sure they're showing gymnastics, swimming, uh, yeah, yeah, and maybe not volleyball, women's volleyball, because they, you know, no U.S. volleyball, they're really strong. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah, they're doing they're doing quite well. I'm sure the U.S. is not showing, for example, um, archery. Uh, <laughs> in Korea, they're only showing archery. Yeah. Um, badminton. Taekwondo. As of now. Oh my god, taekwondo is is so boring to watch. <laughs> oh my god, like I know. <laughs> Like I okay, Daniel. What's your word? No, it's fine. I'm I'm always real about it. Uh, Taekwondo is like Korea's like martial arts, but in the era of mixed martial arts and UFC, watching martial arts (laughs) being scored like a sport, sport, not like real fighting competition, but in a sports, it's so boring. Oh my gosh. Remember, did you hear me just like, what is this? This is so boring. Like, <laughs> I had to film you doing that, imitating the moves. Yeah, and because, yeah, I don't know. Taekwondo is all about scoring with kicks, but then everyone will just, like, they'll grapple once you, once, uh, they'll kick and then they'll come together and the referees have to s- separate them. They'll come and they'll try to kick and they'll come together and it's just like, I don't know. After you see, you after you see UFC, it's just, it's, it's hard to watch. Well, uh, usually they're not fighting they're just they're just hitting to win it's points I, isn't it the techniques but well, i don't really know much about the game itself and then it's hilarious in the taekwondo when they I, I looked it up for kicks you get three points if you hit to the trunk if you hit the head i think it's five points something like that if you punch and yeah. you score you only get one point but it's hilarious because they want to show the referees that they punched because it might get like it might not get observed while in the yeah. kind of the hecticness of it. So they scream. So they go, "Hey!" and oh. they punch. But it sounds so ridiculous because it's it's they're not even hitting that hard. So I'm like, "What is this?" <laughs> hey! One point. Ah! And they barely <laughs> touch the head, and they score like five points. I'm like, anyway, I'm just sharing my initial reaction. But it's probably because I never made past the white belt. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> what else are we watching? The women's volleyball. How much fun is that, man? Oh, it's really fun. It's more fun because it's women's. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, you're not uh, going to bait me with that. I don't know what you're trying <laughs> to get me to say, but uh, no, 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 no. Because we have uh, Kim Young Kyung, who is like the world's number one well women's volleyball player. So. <laughs> But uh, it's so inspiring and so much fun to like oh, watch she, her play. She's just superstar. She's, she's awesome. I love it when I see an MVP superstar just change up the whole dynamic of an event. But as soon as that MVP walks on, like they have to switch up the defense, even with soccer. Yeah. Um, and then you can just see why they're superstars. Yeah. Like they, they're playmakers. Yeah. And it's just... Uh, I don't know. It's just a beautiful thing to see. Just yeah. the, the jump in skill level and how much that changes the dynamic of an ongoing game. Because sports is all about momentum. <laughs> momentum is everything. <laughs> um, I think it's a beautiful thing to see how all of these athletes have prepared four years of their lives for... It's almost a ridiculous thing. You prepare four years for an event that could be literally like five minutes. Mm. And so to produce results, it and and you know it requires some degree of luck 
uh, 99% training and just you have to be so focused and yeah, just just the amount of anxiety and to perform. It's just a beautiful thing. And I think also what's beautiful is that when you win, especially if you win a medal, mm-hmm. you get to represent your country. You see your country's flag rise yeah. up. You see your country's anthem. And you feel like a, a real-life superhero for your country. And yeah. all of your country is looking at That's you. That's why they often cry. Of course. When their anthem plays. Who else in society gets the whole country's attention and love other than Olympic medalist, right? It's really mm-hmm. hard. I mean, maybe for like an astronaut, you're going to space and you like, you know. So it's a very beautiful thing. I mean, it's like the one of the last things where nationalism still stands very strong. Pa- yeah. pa- patriotism. Um, if you could actually enter olympics mm-hmm. what would be the sport that you want to like enter in what would i want to do yeah um i mean i rugby no soccer soccer yeah soccer grips the grips the nation right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you score and you're the like the hero it's just like yeah just we've been following the soccer games too yeah soccer is just so so football yeah it's just so yeah, it, it tugs the hearts of, of most countries. Mm. Mm. And I also, in the past, uh, I also like to watch women's gymnastics too. Mm. Gymnastics is really fun to watch. There's a couple of sports that I thought, oh, oh, sorry, sorry, I take it back. Not soccer. I want to be, I want, if I could be an athlete in the Summer Olympics, Swimmer. I would represent Korea in judo. Man. Judo? Judo is so much so. It's so, yeah, it's so cool. Like uh, you have to flip your opponent and you have to make sure, you know, you can get the ipon, you know, like their back touches the mat and you could win. And it's just like, ah, I, yeah, I would do judo for sure. I, I, I have so much fun watching judo. judo. I think you'll be good at it. Thanks, Kitty. You usually say that about most things. <laughs> I appreciate your support. Um, one other thing that I saw, which I kind of had mixed emotions about was um, they introduced skateboarding, right? Oh. And it's like really young kids. Is this like a first time? Yeah, first time. Oh. But it's kind of strange because when I saw skateboarding in Olympic setting, it seemed very it stripped the um, the lifestyle out of the sport. Oh. So it's very tak tak tak. Did they do the kickflip? Did they do this? It seems like oh. a set routine. But for me, Again, growing up skateboarding just as a youth and like trying to it's like... It's an art. Oh, it? it's more of like a... Re- when I was younger, it's more of like a rebellious, just fun thing to do. Like we would get some wax and we would like wax up a sidewalk like outside of a supermarket and we would try to do like 50-50 grind on it and then we would like jump off and we'd drink like a cola and then the, the manager would come out and they'll try to scare us away. Then we would like circle around and then come back and try to do it again. And it was just very like, yeah, it was just a lifestyle, like very free. and. But there must have been skateboarding like competition. Oh, yeah. Even, even before the Olympics. Yeah, there definitely is. But So how did they score it then? Oh yeah, it's it's similar now that you think saying it. But for me, I don't know. It's just strange to see it Olympics. They all had like the 
it was like a white uh, uniform. They had their flags on, oh. and like the commentators. For me, it was really strange to hear a forty-year-old like commentator was like, "Here comes the the nolly to the to the kickflip," and it looks like the kickflip form was off. I'm like, "How the hell do you know anything about <laughs> skateboarding? How do you, you know? What do you know about him?" <laughs> true, but in my mind, I'm assuming things about him. Just sounds like an old man. I feel like an old man went to Hagwon to learn about skateboarding, and then he's spitting his Hagwon knowledge about skateboarding. And just <laughs> something seemed off. Maybe you're right, or maybe you're not. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like it might be the same for people who have been um, climbing, climbing, and um, natural bouldering, and it, it's that's more of a lifestyle. But then seeing people like try to do speed climbing in this like artificially. Like who can cl- ri- like climb the fastest and reach? It kind of goes against the 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 spirit of of the outdoor activity itself. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know what I'm saying, but somehow it just seems like that. Like, yeah. Like what I was thinking was, if someone memorized a routine, yeah, and got a perfect score in the Olympics for skateboarding, in my mind, some guy who is trying to like do an awesome trick in like a 15 staircase you know grinding and then doing like a kickflip off of a 15 staircase is much cooler and much more um, brave and has done a much cooler thing than someone who's just memorized the routine and just doing it you know what i mean there's a spontaneity and like a surprise element that's missing from memorized routines for you, it's more seen as like a more free spirit thing. Mm. And then now that it's like it has this set of criteria for them to check on, it just feels a little bit off. Maybe that's why Taekwondo seems weird to me too. But it's probably because I don't know. I've never seen real Taekwondo competitions. But when I think about martial arts, I want to see some people fight. <laughs> but when I see people f- trying to kick to score points, it really changes the... It seems not dangerous at all. But you know, these are not like the traditional sports that are always in the Olympics, right? Mm. Like climbing too. Like it also, I guess, means bigger things for the climbing community that it's now uh, in the Olympics because now it's like raising awareness for the sports and yeah, yeah, getting it more popular. That's something that the community also may want. And oh, one thing, y'all, we forgot to mention. This episode is brought to you by Gochujar. Gochujar is a marketplace where you can find Korea's best food products and awesome ceramics. Um, I think last week we talked about those um, fun plates with the Korean ladies on it that have this. The grumpy ladies. Absolutely love them. And we're selling them with uh, the ceramic plates plus the coffee. But we only have a limited supply since the artist, she makes them by hand. Mm-hmm. Um, she gave us the first batch. And depending on um, sales, we're going to increase the, the batch volume. But take a look. It should be, um, I, if you're following us on Instagram, I'm sure you've seen those beautiful pictures. And um, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, we hope you like them. And we actually have... Two different styles mm. of drawings on the plates. That's so right. one yeah. is Sumin and one the other Sumin. and the other lady on the plate, her name is Hyunji. 
If you have a preference to one over the other, let us know too. Yeah, which look at, one you like more. Look at the plates and try to see if the ladies look pissed, if they look nonchalant, <laughs> or um, or if they're just blank, like blank. I think it depends, like a blankless expression. I think it depends on your mood in the morning. <laughs> so on the way back home from our dinner today, um, Daniel found this really amazing Spotify playlist. Yeah. The name is, uh, if you're on Spotify, um, go to playlist and then type in morning rhythm. And man, it's been a while since I found a playlist where most of the tracks are just so nice. Mm. So it's like, if you like kind of funky, soulful, jazzy music. It's a mixture of it's, everything. It's, it's really nice. So it's all about the good vibes. Yeah, like when I was younger, I used to listen to a lot of hardcore hip hop, but I still like it. But at times, I feel like I definitely my music taste is changing a little bit because I like more, I like more soulful but funky, soulful and funky. That's where I'm at right now. And like when I play music on Spotify, I, at some point I was almost thinking about like terminating my membership because I kept listening to the same music and. Somehow, like, it kept recommending all of these, like, recent artists. And I just, it's, I don't know, just the recent, like, hip-hop or pop. Some of them are okay, but a lot of them is just, like, ah, it's just, it's, it's hard to listen through the whole song. I'm always replaying songs that I like. So I realize I'm just listening to the same music and I'm getting tired. I thought I was getting tired of music in general. But it was just me listening to, again, just the same stuff. So yeah, I really appreciated this playlist the amount of music that's available out in the world is so big so big we just never we're get not tapping to, into it yeah find them out so yeah mm. makes me feel so good whenever i like listen to some new music and it's like unknown artists that i've never heard of mm. yeah i feel the same way with you i get quite tired of those like generic playlists mm. so now like when i listen to music I'm subscribed to YouTube music. I don't listen to Spotify. Yeah. So I go to this like channels, like specific YouTube channels that only plays songs, like playlists. They curate all these songs and turn it into a playlist. That's and then nice. yeah, there are some some playlists that I find very fun from there. <laughs> I just remembered that every time that um that uh, Justin Bieber, that Peaches song comes on. <laughs> oh, Katie, what do you say? I love the song, Peaches. Yeah, that's one of the the modern songs that, um, that I just like Daniel Caesar's. And is that actually, it's actually a really nice song. It's really catchy. What was the I first get, word? I got my. Uh, I get my peaches, peaches from, from the Georgia. Georgia, yeah. <laughs> hey, Katie, for the longest time, we keep going, why? <laughs> Why Why he get his peaches from Georgia? And I would be like, Katie, it's just, it's like, they're just flexing. It's like, I got the best stuff. I get my weed from California. Yeah, that's the shit. I get my something, something from up north. Yeah, that's it. And Katie would just, she has like a, a goldfish memory from eating all that toilet paper. So every time that song comes up, she kept saying, why? Why peaches from Georgia? And I'm like, Katie, don't you remember even yesterday I explained? And so because of the fact that I have to explain that to you every time, I like fast forward when that song comes up. I skip to the next song. 
<laughs> Don't you know that's the p- best part about listening to that song? <laughs> Not if you're the explainer. <laughs> I fall for it every time, y'all. <laughs> no, but now I 100% understand the song. Thank you. Neighbors, we hope you have a blessed, idyllic, idyllic week. Idyllic. Idyllic week. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll catch up with y'all later. All right. If you like our podcasts, go to iTunes Podcasts and drop us a five-star review. Yes, please. That helps us a lot. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See y'all later. Thank you for listening. Bye. Adios. <laughs>